Jesse, talk about stuff podcast. You are no more of a fan than that song than my wife is. No, no, not she at all. Hates your wife, that song. Your wife is very intelligent. That and song I is rough. I love that song. It's really? so cool. Oh. Like, think of Elijah or uh, Elijah Jesse. Yeah. Think of them. They don't have Chris. They don't have snow on Christmas time. Yeah, I know. You know why they have don't? Have you ever thought I, of I, anyone else that doesn't have snow you on know, Christmas time? Nope, you're right. Not until Bono and Simon LeBlanc from Duran Duran reminded, reminded me to. <laughs> Do they know it's Christmas Do they know it's Christmas? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Bono, tell me more about it in your multi-million dollar mansion. Watching the uh, YouTube version of that oh, makes God. me laugh because is it? Bono was, he's, he's, like, he's a world a... changer now, right? Yeah, like, now. That kind of stuff. And now you look back at that like really this was your cause man this was what you wanted to go to bat for i mean in all reality back when they got big he was basically just some new wave tool with a fro with like a a mullet right that's like all it was that's all he did the mullet was incredible man i can't stand bono or you two really i can't stand him really it's probably one of my least favorite bands did not know that about you i don't know if we can get along anymore i I know right i I, really like you two i I cannot i cannot handle i just seem like they would be up your alley except they stand for causes and stuff you don't like that very much i i can't i don't mind causes i just don't like their causes Ah, okay you know because everything everything he says is so super political and i'm like dude Ah, you are a rich Irishman, right. <laughs> who literally is worth billions of dollars at this time. Don't tell me I need to get on board with your causes. Especially you know? the cause of, do they know it's Christmas time? Right, exactly. You want to make a difference, donate your stuff, bro. Right, right, you know? right. I can understand that. I mean, I'm Well, not my s- other option to open our uh, podcast this morning was Frozen. I oh, the about new? going with uh, the, the new, new one? Uh, yeah. I forget what the exact tagline is of the new uh, Let It Go song, yep. like the one where she lets it fly. But it's something uh, like I'm going to step out yep. and see what I haven't seen and all this kind of stuff. Which is basically. I assume you've seen, you've seen Frozen 2. Oh, I would totally. Assume. Like six times. Right. Saw it opening night. Since you're such a huge. Uh, huge Disney, Disney Frozen guy. Yeah. Frozen. Nope. Haven't seen it. Yeah. I. Uh, we should just do uh, like five seconds on movie review. I went and saw it because I have to because I have daughters and stuff. Right. Uh, they loved it. Of course. I did not. Yeah. <laughs> that's about that's, my review. I just the, I did not. That's the most appropriate dad review of all time. <laughs> my kids loved it. I dot 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 did I not. I was okay with leaving to get a refill on popcorn. Right. Leaving to get a <laughs> refill on pop. All of that oh, kind of stuff. Man. I was fine. I, there was every once in a while, there was a moment where I'm like, hey, this is kind of like, okay, okay, uh, no. Right, no. no it's no. very clearly in the same realm as Toy Story 4. Yeah. Like, hey, we're making money. We're just going to make another movie. Well, and that's the problem. I, I actually heard from someone, um, uh, I can't remember which podcast I was listening to, but 
they basically said the problem with Disney and Pixar right now is they used to be super creative back in the late 90s, early mm-hmm. 2000s, mm-hmm. you know, anywhere between Toy Story to Up and all, you know, right. Wally and all that kind of stuff. Right. Now they're just phoning it in. Oh, Because totally, you've got right. Cars 2, you've got Toy Story 4, you got Frozen 2. Right. It's like, gee. Just make something a... different or make something. And all yeah. of the, we've talked about this, but the live action stuff, all of that kind of jazz, like. Yeah. I'm not down with that. Tangled Six, Rapunzel cuts her hair. Right, you know? right, right. Come on. Yeah, there's going to be a whole stretch of those, obviously, which comes off of the conversation we had last time about Disney+. Plus. Right. Uh, there's not a whole lot new that I would be signed up for, but yep. I'm there for the Marvel movies. I'm there for the Star Wars movies, for sure. So I may have, uh, speaking of the Disney+. Yeah, Plus here we go. Thing. We got to get an update. So here's the update. I decided not to go for Disney+. Plus because... Uh, because one person said, I don't think you should. No, because my sister has it and gave me the password. Oh, no. hey, there you go. Don't Nailed tell it. Disney. Don't t- well, I don't care if they don't. What are they going to do? Yeah, well, what are they going to do to me? Yeah, probably there's Disney. They'll they're burn listening. my house down. Don't forget, they're listening. <laughs> they own this podcast uh, somehow. Yeah, we're sponsored by them unofficially yeah. or something like exactly. that. Exactly, yep. Um, we're also sponsored by you two, so don't make fun <laughs> of them anymore, please. Yeah, Bono's going to show up and light my house on fire. Oh, boy, we're in trouble. Way to go, Bono. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Bono. <laughs> what, what, what a cause. What a great cause. <laughs> Welcome to the Gary and Jesse Talk About Stuff podcast. Uh, this is a time for us to, quite simply, as the title states, talk about stuff. Mm-hmm. And what happens here is we have a lot of fun. Uh, we go from topic to topic. Uh, we move very quickly from thing to thing. But what inevitably ends up happening is we talk about theology. Uh, we talk about how uh, this or that ties in with the overall picture that God is sovereign, that he's in every square inch, and that it all leads to Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. I myself am Gary, and I'm a pastor at Living Water. Jesse is a pastor at Living Water. Mm -hmm. And we will be telling you also just some things about Living Water so that you can stay contacted with us, that you can stay uh, up on what is happening, especially during this holiday season. Mm-hmm. There's always a bunch going on, right? Yeah, exactly right. You know, it's our hope that this podcast not only allows you to figure out a little bit more about us as pastors and about the life of the church, but hopefully leads you to a deeper understanding of your uh, of your faith in Christ. Amen. And there, Yeah, there is a lot of stuff going on in this holiday season. Holidays mm-hmm. are always busy. I agree. Uh, I mean, it, and I'll be the first to admit that some of that's on us as individuals. Some of that's on us as a culture. Mm-hmm. But I feel like everywhere between basically Thanksgiving Day and Christmas is almost too busy to even enjoy. That's right. just my thought. Well, and that's always, uh, I think, I remember talking about this last year, too. Like, just totally being able to separate from the culture for just a second. Yeah. Uh, whether it's uh, taking a night and driving around and looking at lights or mm-hmm. whether it's taking a moment and sitting uh, in a living room without any distraction and reading through the Christmas story of Luke chapter 2. Yeah. Uh, we would, I'm sure, encourage people to do that to find the real reason. And Absolutely. Even that's a cliche now, too. I uh, hear that a bunch of times. Find the real reason. Find the real reason. Well, right. we know it's Jesus Christ. Right. And we also know this isn't it. Right. Uh, I think one thing that I'm struck with more and more each year is how much emphasis is placed on Christmas. Yeah. And I agree. Mm-hmm. It's when Christ is born. It's uh, obviously the start of his ministry or his life here on earth. Mm-hmm. But even more than that, it's just that. It's a start. Like, don't forget the rest of the story. Exactly. Don't forget the rest of uh, how he lived and 
how he died, especially too. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree with you. I think the, uh, I think Christmas is a very important, you know, Christian holiday, but let's, let's not fool ourselves. It's almost quote unquote secondary when it comes to Easter, mm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, right. that's when the sacrifice happened. That's right. when the, uh, that's when the death and resurrection happened. Right. I would actually include the ascension as equally as important. Oh, totally. And don't you, know? you think like, this is almost hard to do or impossible to do, but like, if we're saying culture wise, what gets uh, leaned on the most or what gets uh, given the most attention I'm going to guess Christmas is number one oh, yeah. as a religious holiday. Easter is uh, probably a couple steps behind. Yep. I'm guessing Thanksgiving gets thrown up there for people, even though I'm it's sure. not a uh, Christian. specific Christian. It's actually a cultural created yeah. thing, right? Yeah. So, are you familiar with the history of Thanksgiving at all? A little bit, because I did, uh, this was a few years ago, but it was like the start of my sermon. I did a history of it mm-hmm. in terms of celebrating it as a holiday. Yeah. It was completely government, correct? Correct. Like one of the presidents, a few presidents back. Yeah, the, uh, just sat down. Hey, we're going to be thankful this. Yeah, <laughs> this it's day. it it's actually kind of a neat story, but kind of not a neat story at right, all. Right, right, I mean, like the history of Thanksgiving. Obviously, we all have this pie in the sky idea of pilgrims sitting around with natives and and just sharing a meal, which mm-hmm. isn't exactly how it went. Um, but then the official holiday came, and during the Civil War, when Lincoln basically mm-hmm. said, "Guess what? We need something to be thankful for." Here it right, is. Right. And so you're like, "Oh, that's really cool," but at the same time. It's not exactly based on on you know Christian ideology, right? At all, right? So well, especially the fact that, and I think I lean on this almost every time I do a Thanksgiving message. Don't let this be it. Like yeah. really, that's the long and short of uh, you go and attend a Thanksgiving service. Most of the pastors are gonna say something along the lines of, "Can you please do this all year? Yeah. Can you please be thankful all year because this isn't just a one time thing." Yep. Exactly right. Right. Yep. And. Speaking of that, we we did the same thing on Thanksgiving uh, yep. Eve. I don't think we've had a podcast since then. Mm-mm. So just recapping what happened for Living Water, uh, we were able to have a Thanksgiving Eve service mm-hmm. at the Sheldon campus. Mm-hmm. Uh, joined praise teams, uh, had a few people from Orange City, a few people from Sheldon. Mm-hmm. And then Jesse and I uh, basically did this. Uh, we talked about stuff. We talked around about Thanksgiving. Yep. And if you were there, uh, thanks for being there. If you weren't, then just a quick summary was uh, we talked about some of Paul's kind of final remarks in his letter, uh, especially the idea of give thanks always. Right. Of always be praying, yep. uh, pray continually, and then give thanks kind yep. of idea. Absolutely. What was the passage, if you remember? Off uh, the I don't remember off the top of my head, um, actually. Which um, letter it was. But the idea uh, that we walked through was Paul had, was it Thessalonians? I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, Paul had walked through in that book already. These are the struggles that I am going through. These are the struggles that I have gone through. Uh, and Paul can list off a whole resume of that, right? Yeah. He was persecuted. Uh, he was beaten. He was drug out of town, all of that kind of stuff. And yet he is still able to say, yeah. I give thanks always, so do what I do, give thanks in all circumstances. Exactly. And and I just looked it up as first Thessalonians five and you know, five sixteen through eighteen. Mm-hmm. And you know, the the verse basically goes, uh 
it goes uh, rejoice always pray continually give thanks always in any situation right right and and absolutely paul out of all people in the bible to say that i mean that's that says something because right. he went through more struggles than the average human being by a country mile. Oh, yeah. And so for him is his final words to the church in Thessalonica saying, hey, guess what? This this is what you have to do, not uh, just be devoted to your faith, but pray, rejoice, give thanks. Mm-hmm. It says mm-hmm. a whole lot. And so. especially uh, in that culture, in that time or whatever, that was kind of what they wanted to focus on, too, right? The yeah. things that they said at the end of the letter, like, hey, don't forget this or don't leave mm-hmm. this teaching. Yep. And for him to put that there, yeah, it's short. Like, he doesn't give a huge, long explanation. Right. But it's also, I heard a couple of uh, feedback after we had been talking mm-hmm. uh, on stage. Uh, it's just a very frank and quick reminder yeah. that we need. Uh, yep. To put it simply, yeah, give thanks always, period. Yep. Absolutely. Just do it. Like, it's hard for us to argue with Paul in that circumstance. Yeah, there's not there's not a whole lot of uh, uh, of necessary expansion upon that verse. It's just this is the command, and this right. is who we're called to be. Right. You know, so, and, yeah. and in this season, as we said on Thursday, or, or excuse me, last week, Wednesday, in this season, it's very important for us to be thankful because you know we have the ultimate uh, we have the ultimate cause of thanks, which is Jesus Christ and His sacrifice for us. Which so. is really cool because it again, just like we started the podcast by saying, it all points to Christ, right? It yeah. points to uh, Him being the one that we are thankful for, even if I don't have everything else going for me, even mm-hmm. if life is rough, even if I'm being persecuted, struggle, whatever. Mm-hmm. I still have Jesus Christ, right? Uh, I was able to pull out, um, I, I always have this reference in my head, and I feel uh, not always in the place where I should share it on a Sunday morning or whatever, but I really believe Tommy Boy yeah. fits yeah. that particular discussion really, really well yep. because of the conversation where uh, one of the characters, David Spade, is trying to uh, get under Tommy's like understanding, like why are you... Uh, selling good now like Mm -hmm. why were you able to convince someone of something right and it was because he said something like well i have a pizza already so i don't have to worry about what else is going to take place i don't have to worry about what else is going to happen yeah in some sense really i can let it fly yep because i already have this great reward exactly and to me that's a picture of what paul is kind of saying as well in terms of i have salvation I right. know that that's not going away. I know that Jesus Christ loves me. I know that he died for me. I know that it's not based on my actions. Right. So I can really be unafraid. I can be unafraid of persecution. Isn't it so funny then, and, and you're absolutely right, I, I agree, but isn't it so funny then that when we come back to the quote-unquote busyness of this Christmas season, mm. how much of it is wrapped up in worry Oh, yeah. I mean, that always astounds me when you think about it like that, the idea of having Christ be your freedom. And you know what? We can just we can just go and be joyful, like Paul says, right. and give thanks. But we don't because we're so worried. Right. And I'm like, man, we must forget about Jesus an awful lot during this season because we are not living, I don't feel like, a lot of time as if we are joyful to have that. Right. You know, we don't have the quote-unquote pizza in the trunk right? a lot of the times. Even though we know we do, we don't live like we do. And we, our actions, our thoughts, our words betray the fact that we have the pizza in the trunk, the yeah. fact that we have 
Jesus Christ and his love no matter what. Yeah. And especially, I think, don't you think it gets used in a negative way, too? Like, we could also say, well, uh, I think we've gone down this road already, but, uh, well, if he does love me, then, yeah, why not? Eat, drink, mm-hmm. be merry kind of thing. And Paul actually talks about that, too. Right. Uh, why would you do that? Why would you go back to something that can entangle you yep. when you could live as free people? You yep. could live as someone who, I can do good things, I can do righteous things because... I have the freedom to do them, not because I have to, but because I get to. Right, exactly. There's so much more life-giving than the death kind of stuff. And maybe that's just a pastor-y thing to think about, but how much much of this season is actually about that freedom to do, Mm. you know, Christ-like things? Right, right, right. That's a good question. That's a really good question. How much do we actually invest in Christ-like things over this season? I would also like to put my uh finger on the statement that you just made of that's a very pastory thing to do oh, how many very. times have you been accused of doing a very pastory oh, thing a lot <laughs> a lot <laughs> every once in a while i'll be having a discussion with my wife and uh she'll tell me can you please stop talking to me in your pastor right <laughs> and yep. i'm like what i didn't even know like right what, 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 yep. what, what? yeah apparently it comes like uh, oh. you get all i i call it sermonizing yeah uh, you say pastry, pastry. I, every once in a while i'll get on a soap soapbox in a discussion and i'm like oh i'm sorry that right. kind of sounded like sermonizing but <laughs> my, my sister actually actually says i could tell when you're in pastor mode because the your voice changes. Ah, uh, sure. And I didn't know that, but apparently it does. So there's very clear distinction right. between, I mean, this is when it starts, right? This is when it starts. Yep, and yep. she's like, you need to knock that off. Man. Oops, sorry. And even if we don't, uh, maybe that's human nature or something like that. Because I, I like to think that who I am is who I am. Like, yep. you're going to get uh, the same Gary on the podcast as you're going to get on a Sunday morning. Yep. And yet I also know um, Holy Spirit is working at all times but maybe even more clearly in the context of a sunday morning in the context of people being gathered uh where two or three are gathered all that kind of thing and so there is a different mode if you will yep um but that being said i i think both you and i are probably on the page of authenticity authenticity is very important and so you're gonna probably see a pretty authentic person on a Sunday morning. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's not going to be like a totally different kind of person. Yeah, exactly. Right? And, yeah, where well, you're going to see different aspects of that person, but it's all oh, going to yeah. be the same person. Right, so. right, right. Yep. Um, we talk about stuff. That's what we have been doing. That's what you're going to see us do. That's what you're going to hear us do. Uh, you can catch this live on Facebook. Uh, you can also upload uh, or, excuse me, download from Spotify um, although I did just get a notification that this is not recording to our SD card, so I might not oh. be able to upload this one to Spotify. Okay, um, and after we just found out all that cool stuff. I know, right. that's where we have to go next, because Spotify, if you love Spotify like everybody in the world seems to, yeah. uh, it just sent you a Your Year Wrapped, and it'll tell you who your number one artist was. I assume nearly every one of you listening had... Gary and Jesse talk about stuff as your number one podcast. I would assume. I mean, come on. Come on, man. Yeah. Uh, That wonderful logo probably popped up. Uh, (laughs) In fact, it showed us we were looking at a couple things, and we can send a thank you to all of you, so be looking for that. Uh, If you have subscribed, uh, you'll probably see some of the logo kind of stuff. But I think 
I'm not 100% believing this, and yet Jesse is, and so we were kind of celebrating slash not celebrating. Our wrapped year as podcasters says that we have 100 followers. Yeah, A-O. Isn't yeah. that awesome? That's a, yeah! <laughs> Woo! And I don't Party. believe it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. <laughs> that's not true. And I'm just like, nailed it. Nailed yes. it. Perfect. I don't care if it's lying. Right? We exactly. nailed it. We nailed it. Yes. We're one step closer to the 3.5 million. Oh, totally. Nailed right? it. So awesome. if that is true, that's a pretty big milestone. Congratulations, yeah. Jesse. Yeah, congratulations, Gary. 100 we well. followers. Yeah. I say we check out now. Yeah, we're done. We're this go been, out on top, man. I mean, literal mic drop. Michael just... Jordan did not need to come back to the Wizards. <laughs> just end on the ball. <laughs> I love it how you think it's so funny that I went there. That's like, why would I not go there? Why would you not go it's there? it's going to be Michael Jordan That's and hilarious. 90s and it's, basketball. It's true because he so did not need to come he back to the Wizards. He did not need to come back to the Wizards. Man. The only thing worse than that was Magic Johnson coming back to the Lakers right. because he looked horrible. Oh. And you could do the Shaq thing with the Celtics or yeah. whatever. But when you gain... Like when you were chiseled and all that kind of stuff, and then you gain like 50, 60 pounds, oh. and you try to put on a nice little uh, uniform, a little tank top, it's not going to look good. <laughs> no, not at all. I think even Michael Jordan had a little bit of that with the Wizards. He, like, he did. I mean, Dude, you don't look as chiseled. You don't look you as could, You could tell that yeah. he was. Wear a shirt yeah. underneath your jersey, please, so right. that it doesn't like look bad. So, so the, I just, This is an overweight person telling you. Right, Jordan, yeah, exactly, so, yeah. right? Never mind. So I'm looking at Oh, don't look at, a picture. Are you going to oh, look a picture man. up? No, I'm actually looking at his stats when he was with Washington. Didn't he actually scored pretty decent? He actually did well. Right, like, right. I mean, and that's, that's Michael Jordan. That's Michael Jordan. So it wasn't near as good as he was with the right. Bulls. But, but it's still okay. I, I bet mean, like 20 points a game or something? Yeah, it was 22 points a hey, game in yeah. 2001, 20 points a game in 2002. He averaged... Uh, Let's see. He averaged four assists a game. That's not bad. I mean, field goal percentage was, you know, anywhere between 420 and 450. That's not bad at all. So, I mean, even this is the crazy thing about about God-given talent. Yeah, yeah. Even it's when, just going to win out. Even when you're just not at your prime, you're still just crushing oh, yeah. 98% of the other players in the NBA. Right. And you're talking people that are pretty talented anyways yeah imagine how good he was that he could what was he 40 40 like yeah. uh, maybe young 40s yeah. or something like that and uh he was still able to yeah basically run circles just because oh, he knew where to be on the court he knew um yeah. where to be where the ball was going to be all that kind of stuff and it's not even like he had the same system i mean it's not right, like he went back right. to the bulls he was doing this with the wizards yeah name another player I mean, come on. That's Gilbert Arenas on that team at that time. Uh, he would have right. been later, right? Yeah, it was later. I don't think I can come up with another. I don't think I can either. Oh, boy. I really don't. We like... just failed all of our listeners because yep. they were really waiting for <laughs> the 1997. Yeah. They were really waiting for 90. Wizards. Yeah, for the Washington Wizards, you know, lineup. Right. Late millennium. Yep. Awesome. And we just lost half of our listeners. Yep. So this is Sorry. what happens. This is what happens, Jesse. This I is know. why we can never get to 200 followers because they love it when we talk about uh, Frozen and they yep. hate it when we talk about yeah. Michael Jordan. <laughs> so, uh, was, so here we go. We're going to make all of those kind of jumps. Right, follow exactly. us if you can. Yep. Sorry, team. A couple things we have to do. Uh, we have to talk about easy Christmas trivia. Uh, I have it pulled up right now, and I can't wait to have Jesse go through some of these. And I'm miserable at 
Christmas tree. Well, because oh. you were proving yourself to be so smart when it was uh, movie trivia. Right. And right. what did we do? Like the line where the line was from. Yeah, where the line something. was from in the movie in the year. Um, so we got to knock you down a couple pedestals or whatever. Uh, like the... you gotta, you gotta learn humility by getting most of these wrong. I well, hope this will do it. Although looking through these, if you're on the same uh, wavelength as me, I I didn't think I would get a lot of these right, but I did. So it's not like they're really, really hard. I appreciate your confidence, but you are giving me I, way I too much confidence. credit. I have some confidence in you. Let's let's try it. I gotta see how. Bad All right, let's do like be. two of them, okay. and then we'll move on to the next thing because okay. we also have to uh, discuss a little bit of what's coming up too here. Right. Um, what Christmas ballet? And see, even this is like I, it's. I don't feel like there's uh, science backing this up. It's opinion. What Christmas ballet is the most famous? And I assume they mean, like, which one has been longest running or which one has... So the only one I know is Tchaikovsky's Nutcracker yeah, Christmas. Yeah, and that's it. It's like, the only you one you got to know that. Yeah. It's yeah. the Nutcracker. Right. Um, I, I would argue, I guess it's not a ballet, it's like a Broadway show, but Elf has become oh, a yeah. Broadway musical now. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. I would argue... That one has got to be up there. That's got to be way, way up there, and probably way better than the Nutcracker. Right. <laughs> no Did you ever watch? Uh, so I we had a Amazon Prime credit, yeah, and so I went and bought the movie Elf, of oh, course. Yeah, why of course. You? Yeah. Not only because of the season, but because it's. I think it's got to be up there on best uh, Christmas movies. Yeah, I think, I think it's think probably would, one of the top ten. Right. Easily. Oh, yeah. I would even go like top three, man. You think so? You're going top ten? I'm going top ten. Okay, name, yeah. like, here we go. Uh, name the other best Christmas movies? Well, just name like three of your other ones that Die. you would put above Elf. Uh, that I would put above Elf? You're right. Die Hard 1, 2, and Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. And here we go into the big discussion. Yep, Die Hard 1, Die Hard 2, and Home Alone. Nailed Die it. Hard right 2, for yeah. sure Die Hard 2 is not a Christmas oh, movie. Oh, it is so a Christmas movie. I it will happens in give the snow. you Die Hard 1. It happens just in the snow. Yeah. I will give you Die Hard 1. Die yeah. Hard 2, there is no sense that it is a Christmas movie. That's not even an argument. It happens in the snow. I will give you Home Alone. Right. I will give you Die Hard 1. <laughs> I will not give you Die Hard 2. That is not a Christmas movie. Oh, that's funny. I bet. Well, wouldn't you put, I bet you would put Iron Man 3 then. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. You yeah, would call absolutely. that a Christmas movie. Yeah. I uh, maybe give you that one. Right. Uh, let me, now I'm, now I got to look this up. There's, there's no one else that believes yeah. that Die Hard 2 is a Christmas it, movie. I've never heard uh, that It discussion. is so a Christmas movie. I have movie. often it, heard the discussion of, is Die Hard 1 right. a Christmas movie? Right. You are totally making that up. Hold on, I'm looking up right Yeah, go now. ahead. You're going to have to scroll through right like 18 now. pages. On Christmas Eve 1990, two years after the 1988 Nakatomi Tower incident, John McClane is waiting at Washington Dulles International Airport. Christmas movie. That's fine. Nailed it. It happened on Christmas Eve. Mm. That doesn't mean that <laughs> anyone else thinks it's a Christmas movie. I, I think oh. it's a Christmas I think it qualifies. This so. is the break in our friendship right, right here. Well, that I, and do they know it's Christmas? And do they know it's like, Christmas? Oh, no, you too. You didn't the want you too. Oh, man. But I love those movies, man. I, uh, so that's I will, just me. I cannot agree with you. Agree to right. disagree. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Uh, so I was thinking you were going to go with, like, Christmas Story. I, I will give you uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That's awesome. my top three. Yep. Um, boy, I don't – I'd have a hard time going something above Elf. Oh. I just think Elf is so quotable. 
like the the one-liners my family uh friends whatever they will throw those are, out like all the time but are, are you forgetting um probably one of the best christmas movies of all time oh, stars bill murray scrooge oh yeah i'll put that awesome i film. would put that under elf yeah i would personally but i would yeah. still put it in top 10 lethal weapon was technically a christmas movie yeah. it happened during christmas it qualifies yeah yeah i guess yeah um we just watched uh have you ever watched daddy's home with Mark Wahlberg. I have. It's actually kind of good. The, the first one is really yeah. funny, but the second one happens during Christmas, oh, and it's also it. very, very funny. Gotcha. Um, uh -huh. So I would put that in my top ten. If you're being that loose with what right. a Christmas movie is, yep. then for crying out loud, Gremlins? let's just throw that in there. I'm looking this up. Gremlins, Gremlins was a Christmas movie. Gremlins is not a Christmas movie. It, totally, it totally was. You are just reaching. Google in best Christmas movies, and it shows Gremlins on there. No yeah, joke. On your Google. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that it switches to your preferences. Google knows us. Valid like, point. Isn't that weird how it's going to agree with us no matter what we say? Valid point. I'm going to look up the best Christmas movies. They'll say, oh, yeah, Gary, you're right. right. Absolutely. Oh, Valid thanks, point. Google. See? Google. Valid point. Touche. Google knows me. There is one Christmas oh, movie that, that, it, that really gets overlooked that I think is fantastic. It's Miracle on 34th Street. Have oh, you ever seen Miracle on 34th Street? I have, right, right. Go classic on Oh, that. man, that's a good movie. You know what I have not seen all of is It's a Wonderful Life. I've seen bits and pieces here and there. I've never Same. sat down and watched the whole thing. Same. I always want to. Yeah. Because just I, I hear yeah. uh, that it's incredible and it's going to bring tears to your eyes, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, maybe we should have a, let's sit down and watch It's a Wonderful Life. A live stream of let's sit. A live stream of, a live stream of us watching it. then we can live tweet. Wasn't that the, a um, uh, mystery science theater where it would yeah. have the guys watching it? Yep. And then I assume you and I would probably make fun of it at some point. We, we probably uh, sorry would. Sorry for everybody that loves it, but yep. because it's uh, black and white, old right. uh, screenshots, all that kind of stuff, it yep. probably wouldn't be as quick moving. As some of the stuff we're used to. So. No, it's not as quick moving Forget as Die us, Hard. We would probably make fun of it. No. I would make fun of Die Hard too. Right. So. <laughs> don't don't feel bad if you really right. really love It's a Wonderful Life. Yep. Uh, and I make fun of that one. I would also make fun of Jesse's favorite. Yes, he probably movie. would. So, yep. So yep. be okay with that. There you go. Uh, you ready for the next one? Yeah, let's do Where it. Where was Mommy kissing Santa Claus? What? Is that a real question? That is a real question. Where, you know the song. Where was mommy? I saw mama kissing Santa Claus under the mistletoe. Yes, there you go. Underneath the mistletoe last night. Boy, that's I, I don't yeah. know if I've ever heard that song. You have to. If I have. I'd, All I'd, right, we're going out on that song yeah. now in a little bit yeah. here. That's going to have to be our <laughs> I exit. Say, I don't remember if I have. I can't believe you've never heard that song. I bet if you hear it, you'll be like, oh, yeah. Okay. Mm, right. This is, a, this is a really fun one, and I will give you all of the options. They give us triple... Uh, uh, options here, okay. uh, whatever you want to say, multiple choice. There you go. Uh, who wrote the song Here Comes Santa Claus? Ooh, you ready for the options? Yeah, this is like a who's who of Christmas music in the past. Michael Jackson, okay, because he wrote or uh, he sang the I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus when he was little. Michael, did he really? Yeah, seriously, that, that was him. Really, the Jackson Five, that was little Michael. 
Wow, yeah. Fun fact. There Isn't you go. Crazy? I did yeah. not know that. All right. Gene Autry is another option. Oh, the singing cowboy guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, this one I'm not as familiar with, but I think I've heard his name before. Percy Douglas. Percy Douglas. He's, I want to say, like 60s-ish. -ish. Music producer? Uh, something like that. In fact, I think... Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong person. I think they spelled his name wrong on this quiz. Ah. I'm going to tell the quiz people they're wrong. <laughs> that, uh, that's how you know how popular he is when you spell the right, name wrong. Right, obviously. Yep. I don't think this is the same guy. The guy I just looked up, Percy with a C, is the 10th Marquess of Queensbury. Oh, yes. Who obviously wrote a lot of Christmas songs Of course well, he did, so yeah, of course. I'm sure that's him. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. Okay. Leroy Jones. Leroy Jones. Man. I don't know Leroy Jones either, but I assume that man. he's got a deep voice. I can just tell, like, he's got a New Orleans strut is the first <sighs> thing that comes up. Boy, I got to tell you, a man. A man and his trumpet, the Leroy Jones official page. So He's a jazz trumpeteer. So here's what I'm thinking. I don't think it's Michael Jackson, just because I don't think it's Michael Jackson. Okay. But... It could literally be any one of those other three. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Leroy Jones because it's a jazz trumpeteer. You're wrong. Ah. We're going with the singing cowboy. Oh, is Gene Autry? Gene Autry really? Wrote, uh, here comes Santa Claus. Wow. There you go. There is okay. a. I made a playlist of. So Sandra is so in love with Christmas music. I think I've told you this oh, before. Yeah. She'll she'll listen to all of it. I made a playlist of, and I called it only gary's christmas music <laughs> because it doesn't have sandra's yeah and uh there was a live version of here comes santa claus yeah. and i think it was bruce springsteen in new york wow and it's really really well done oh I i'm really sure enjoy it you gotta love the boss man oh yeah He's you can't go great. wrong with him love right absolutely <gasps> all right you ready for another one yeah, or you want to move on you I, loving I gotta, this too much i i'm surprised at how hard these are actually. oh boy you're going to love this one. Okay. What does Alvin want for Christmas? You know that one, From Alvin you? and the Chipmunks? Yeah. He sings a like an epic song of what he wants for Christmas, and then Dave yells at him, Alvin! You know that. I know Alvin, Simon, Theodore, do, 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 yep, do, do, yep, do. That's yep. the only song. But you don't know the Christmas version of their, of their song? I have to repeat to our listeners. Pastor Jesse does not listen to Christmas music at all. I, I have he just watches Christmas movies like, like Die Hard. Too. Die Hard and Lethal Weapon, bro. Oh my Nailed goodness. it. Um, what does he want for Christmas? I don't know. What did, what did Chipmunks All right, want? I'll give um, you. <laughs> what did Chipmunks want? Acorns? They want acorns? I, I don't know. Here's the options. I'm going to not read one of them because it's not appropriate, but it's uh, kind of funny. Okay. <laughs> uh, the first one is an iPod. Okay. The next one is a hula hoop. And skipping the third one, the fourth one is a new car. <sighs> the hula hoop is so dumb. It's got to be the hula hoop. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah, he just wants a hula hoop. In <sighs> fact, yeah, iPod wouldn't be yeah, I available would, at that time. I was going to say, this is, that shows from, what, the 80s? Right, right, right. So, yeah. Somewhere around there. In fact, the comic was even before that, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah. it a comic? Yeah, it was a comic. Like, the I show believe, was yeah. based off the comic. Mm -hmm. I got to keep remembering to not move away from the mic sorry for all our faithful listeners kiss the mic gary kiss the mic kiss the mic yeah and uh just a quick reminder this is our christmas special that you will probably well maybe we'll do one more before christmas yeah. but uh you won't hear this on spotify so right. you facebook listeners are getting a what should we call it behind the scenes you, you, 
You are getting a you are getting a year end exclusive. There you go. Yeah. We're not gonna upload this one to Spotify because it didn't want to yep. record to the SD card. But hey, let's just keep rolling because you're go. having so much fun. I am just I'm I'm terrible at these. Nah, you're doing all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Well, this is like a really easy one. Oh, okay. You're gonna know this. What okay. is Frosty the Snowman's nose made of? Uh, f- uh hold on, I gotta go through. Oh, the actually, this is gonna be okay. Uh, Frosty the Snowman had it. Well, that's all I know of the song. So. Frosty the Snowman had a had a very shiny soul. That's not right. <laughs> How does this? Ah, <laughs> uh, Christmas music. Uh, oh. So. Um, what is his nose made out of? Uh, well, it's not a carrot because it was like a little round. Is it is it coal? You're wrong. It is a button nose. Oh, that's the mm. so one of the options is a carrot, right. and you would kind of assume that, right? Snowman, carrot, whatever. Yeah. No, no, no. A hmm. button nose. A button nose. How about that? How about that? Uh, what color is the Grinch? A Grinch is green. You that got I know. That. That's easy. Yep. Uh, name a reindeer that starts with the letter B. Uh, Blitzen. Nice. Yep. What reindeer does not belong in this next list here? Comet, Roger, Dancer, or Dasher? Roger. 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 Yep. Roger does not belong on that list. Perfect. Yep. Poor Roger. Uh, he wanted fella. to be on the list, and nobody would let him. Yeah, his nose wasn't bright enough. Uh, that was all under the file easy Christmas trivia. You there. ready to move on to medium? There's medium? We're oh, not boy. moving on to medium. We're not say, doing that. Boy, that's going to be rough. Yeah. So, I yeah. feel like our theological discussion would take a whole different <laughs> route then. Yeah, I'm sure it would. Uh, what are you preaching on this next Sunday? What's coming up? Uh, well, we, as you know, are going to be in the midst of our uh, current series. The Advent Series. The Advent Series, which is all about, uh, I guess you would call it the uh, the forerunners, the genealogy of mm-hmm. Jesus. Right. And last week, um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it due to my uh, grandfather's funeral. Our condolences uh, as you. listeners and family of, uh, of Jesse and uh, everybody that uh, experienced the loss yep. there. No, I very much appreciate mm-hmm. it. It was hard, but we got through it. I'm sure. So, um, yep. Good to know that he's a... Uh, He's he's better off than we are down right. here. So. Amen. Amen. Um, so Jamie actually preached, and, and he preached on Abraham through the book of Genesis. Mm-hmm. And we are actually going to be sticking with the book of Genesis this week, which will be uh, uh, talking about the story of, well, not the story, but the promise made to Jacob. Mm-hmm. So um, it the, the account happens right after Jacob uh, basically betrays Esau. Oh, sure. Gets his birthright. And then God says, uh, well, guess what? I'm going to choose you as mine, and you will be your, you know, your number will be, you'll be the father of a multitude of generations. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be kind of focusing on the question of why did God use this terrible person for such an amazing promise? Oh, that's a big deal, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the thought. It comes mm-hmm. from Genesis is uh, the book we're looking at, Genesis nice. 20. And we're in the same series, so we're actually going to be doing the same thing in Orange City as well. Yep. Um, as always happens, uh, you get two people looking at the same passage and there will be a different emphasis or whatever. Yep. Um, I was really struck by, so I think we're doing the same passage, right? Genesis 28. 10 through 15 um, is what I'm using. He sees yeah. the, uh, stairway of angels yep. ascending and descending. Correct. Uh, which my family loves because, uh, I got to set this up for you. Uh, maybe you'll get like one tiny little chuckle out of it, but, uh, Caleb, 
when he was a couple years younger than he is now, so pretty little, uh, they would have to do these recordings at school, mm-hmm. and then uh, the parents could listen to it, like, oh, isn't that cute, the kid's reading or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so Caleb, as he's learning to read, is uh, whispering the story of Jacob because you're supposed to be quiet because all the other students are reading as well. Right. But his dramatic pause was like just perfectly placed. Nice. And so now anytime we talk about this story, we say it this way. And Jacob looked up and he saw angels. (laughs) (laughs) And it's almost like a sixth sense kind of like freaky kind of voice. Like uh, like when did he see them all the time? Like (laughs) it makes you scared the way he said it. And yet, it's incredibly cute as well. That's and so great. now the whole every time we talk about this story, Jacob looked up and he saw angels. <laughs> That's great. And then the real kicker is that was the finish of his story. And so, yeah. uh, as soon as he said that on the recording, he also said, "And mommy, can I have a snack?" <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, just maybe, on Sunday you'll hear me read it that way, and then I'll ask you if uh-huh. I can have a snack. That's uh, great. Because that's the family memory of that passage in that's particular. Great. But, uh The route that I ended up really just being caught by was uh, the fact that God meets him anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it says in the passage, uh, Jacob was in a certain place, yeah. which uh, if you know the writing of that time, the culture of that time, like you just don't say that. You always say he was by the rock of whatever, or he was in between here and there, or, you know, like very descriptive, uh, because places, landscapes were very important. And so to me, um, right or wrong, I think I've read a couple of commentaries that kind of back me on this. Like there's something important in the fact that they just say, yeah, he was in a certain place. He was just kind of in the middle of nowhere. Yep. And what I wanted to really, uh, um, understand is why like why is that such a big deal and i think part of it is because god meets us where we're at like maybe in the middle of nowhere maybe uh you look around in your landscape of your life and there's not much happening or it's an odd place or whatever uh just the understanding of god can meet you there as well and i think it's funny because we're taking it from two opposite uh ends but where you kind of have the exact same outcome it Mm -hmm. sounds like which is you know, why God meets you where you're at. Right. And I'm saying God uses who he wants to use. Amen. You know, right. it's, it's right. weird how it, oh, I am. Yeah. And uh, an exciting thing that I'm going to walk through is uh, how he responds to. Yeah. Him. Uh, yeah. And I'm sure you'll mention this too, but yep. he sets up the pillar. Yep. Uh, he says some pretty cool words. Mm-hmm. Uh, Surely God is in this place kind of thing. Yep. Uh, so, the response is going to be kind of a deal. And I don't know if I've even asked you or told you about this, but um, I'm going to have somebody, uh, a special guest mm. that is going to be talking about how they have been responding, how they are going to respond mm-hmm. uh, to a calling that God has placed on their lives. Nice. And we're going to hear a little bit about that as far as testimony-wise goes, too. So, nice. Very yeah. cool. Very so cool. So looking forward to that, yeah. thing. And we actually, Sheldon, we kind of got a special thing as well because, as nice. you know, we have a, the Ebenezer campaign happening and yep. and whatnot. And we spend uh, some time talking about that, too. Yeah, we uh, we are finalizing, uh, you know, kind of the quote-unquote start date as, as we speak, you know, as the council. Right. Um, um, council and, and us are trying to figure that out when the actual groundbreaking is going to happen. Mm-hmm. 
But it sounds like we're both doing something special at our respective campuses. You're having a testimony, and I guess to some extent so are we because mm-hmm. our kids are going to be inviting everybody directly after the service to pray over that space. Oh, that's awesome. With the kids. That's really good. Yeah. That's going to so, be cool. Um, she, Allison even bought little hard hats and all that nice, stuff for the kids, nice, too. That's so That's awesome. Yep, something to be excited about at both. Oh, totally. I think um, there's something special about praying over a place, right? In fact, uh, we took a couple pictures of it, but uh, on Monday night when we had our prayer meeting there, actually, yep. uh, we went back there and placed hands on the walls and mm-hmm. um, had a couple of moments of prayer time. It was just really yeah. special. Uh, really excited to see what God's going to do with that place, Amen. Uh, especially understanding uh, the name of the campaign is Ebenezer. And we've told you the story before, but if uh, you need a reminder quick, it was uh, Samuel set up this reminder and he called it an Ebenezer Mm -hmm. and what that proved for the people or what that reminded the people of is thus far the Lord has helped us and so the cool thing that I think is every time someone walks past that room or every time someone walks past the improvements made in Orange City Mm -hmm. we're going to be able to say wow thus far the Lord has helped us he's he's gotten us this far He's going to continue to carry on. And even in spite of, you know, the Israelites facing the Philistine army. Uh, right. You know, right, they, right. they go into a defeat and they say God has helped us. And, and that's a great reminder. Whenever we go past those rooms, not only did uh, the Lord organize all of this to mm-hmm. such a certain point that in spite of all the obstacles, God has helped us to here. Right. Whenever we look through at those rooms, we could say God will help us Amen. in the future. Amen. So it's it's not only a call for then, it's a call for now, it's a call for the future. Yep. And so, you know, with either campus you go to, there's something to look forward to, whether it be a testimony, whether it be a time of, of prayer immediately following the service. I mm-hmm. invite you uh, to, yeah, celebrate with us in one of those one of those context yep. one of the one of the campuses this sunday so 10 a.m sunday morning exactly uh if you also want more information on the ebenezer campaign uh if you would like to give to the ebenezer campaign knowing that you're partnering with us as we uh proclaim the fact that god has been graceful that he has been good uh go to for all who thirst.com and then there is a uh, menu on the side that you can choose Ebenezer campaign out of that and follow those prompts on your screen. Absolutely. There's a lot of ways to donate and uh, a big thank you to those who have donated at this point um, that allowed us to get to the point that we're already at. We've Mm -hmm. made great progress in a very short amount of time. Yep. Uh, Really fun to see. Absolutely. That being said, um, you know, it's one of those situations where we ask you to prayerfully, if if you can, uh, please consider giving. Right. Um, because we're we're not to our goal yet. We would like to be. Mm-hmm. We have a good ways to go, but we we know that the good Lord's going to guide us through this. And I ask that if uh, the good Lord has put it on your heart that you do please charitably give to this. Yeah, it's yep, a great absolutely. cause for us as a church in in Orange City and in Sheldon uh, for us as a church moving forward. Yep. So. Yep. yep. Um, coming off of that discussion, then like the Ebenezer campaign, uh, not only. Uh, plans going forward, but also uh, plans in the very short term Mm -hmm. in terms of schedule-wise. I think that's going to be something we have to touch on. Yeah. Uh, We are both having Christmas Eve service. That's correct. Uh, So mark your calendars for that. I believe, are we both at 7? I believe we're at 7, yes. Yeah, 7 o'clock on Christmas Eve. That gives you the opportunity to 
spend the day with your family uh, the next day, of course. Yep. Um, but, yeah, make sure that you mark it on your calendar for 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Christmas Eve. Attend either the Orange City or Sheldon campus. We're yep. both doing services. Yep. Uh, we did the Thanksgiving one together. Uh, but we thought it would be appropriate for Christmas to have two yeah. services. I think uh, well, there'll be a little bit more attendance probably. Yeah, so we wanted to give room for everybody. If history has shown us something, right. it's that uh, Christmas tends to be large. Right, and so, right, yeah, right. we, we want to have as many opportunities as possible. Absolutely. So. Yep. So make sure you put that on your calendar for what's coming up as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse, what kind of Christmas, what color Christmas does Elvis Presley sing? Oh. Uh, Silver and gold. <laughs> Silver and gold. Copper, turquoise. Uh, Elvis Presley sings about a blue Christmas. A blue Christmas. Does he? Oh, yeah, because Christmas. he lost his love and all this kind of stuff. Oh, so no. That's his fault because he ain't nothing blue, but a hound dog. I'm the uh-huh. hound dog. Oh, well played, sir. Thank you. Thank that you. was sort of a dad joke. Yeah, yeah. but not really. But, uh, I'll give you that a little bit. Oh, uh, Which reindeer is Rudolph's dad? I what? have no idea. Rudolph I has really a, don't know that one. Rudolph has a dad? When did that ever come out? Like, I don't know. Wonder what they're referencing. Maybe they're just making it up. This is the part where I look at the camera awkwardly. Okay, I'll give you. Yeah, we should take a, a like, photo of that. Like, um, I don't. I have no idea. I'll give you multiple choice then. I'll give you options. You ready? Yeah. Dancer, Dixon, Donner, or Blitzen. Those are just other reindeer. Dude, apparently, apparently, Rudolph's dad is Donner. Really? Apparently, I would like to see some DNA tests. Yeah, I don't, Let's I don't put buy on the that. Where's show? It, it, let's go on Maury. Is, is, is that a thing? That's 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 still a thing. That's still. Let's a go thing. on Maury Povich. Way let's show him. Donner. Donner is Rudolph's dad. Apparently. I, uh, okay. Uh, sure. That's a new yeah, one. We'll go with that. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, how about which? See, this is a again. It feels like an option or a personal uh, choice. Which Christmas movie has been played more than any other? I feel like they could make that up if they wanted to. Uh, did, Which one has been played more than any other? It's probably Die Hard Two. It's probably Die Hard Two. I think. Let's I go, with, th- Die let's go with Die Hard Two. Yeah, um, we're wrong. It's A Wonderful Life. Oh, Apparently, we were just talking about that too. Played more than any other, only because it's had more time. Just give it some right. time, and then Die Hard Two will catch up. Absolutely, we're gonna John McClane will get there, bro. John McClane will be okay. He always does. Is that? <laughs> I assume he's done another John McClane. Like, is there another Die Hard like lately? Oh yeah, like, didn't they, he do like a 2018 yeah, version? They had one in 2000, I think 16. Wow. There's five of them now. Wow. They stopped being good at three. Well, so, you know, well, yeah, good, right, good. It, they stopped being just relevant. like Rambo, just like yeah. Rocky. Like, yeah, exactly. Dude, stop, just yeah. stop. That man, Rambo and Rocky, they need to end. Yeah, that's a thing. And yet they keep going. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which is whole nother discussion. We can go that <laughs> route next time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we have to get out on this question. Uh, which roommate? Would you prefer to have, if you were to take a Seinfeld character? Oh, yeah. Who's going to be your apartment buddy? Who are you going to share the apartment with? So we briefly discussed this before we went on, and I said Kramer because he makes soup in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) And you would have to, like, uh, 
yeah, you would have to share the soup, but you'd right. have to also like, oh, who's cleaning out the shower right? this week? Come oh, on. Yeah. That's the best part. Is... See, I would not take him. I think he would drive me nuts. Oh, man. I would get you... sick of it because he like yeah. gets, a, a, what's the sign, the neon sign that blinks or whatever. Right. And, turns it into a cigar bar yeah. or whatever. I don't think I can handle him. But he, he I would get make, too upset. When he's making the soup in the shower, the drain gets clogged, so he has a garbage <laughs> disposal. It's the best thing in the world. Like, oh, I love yeah, it. Yeah, imagine, like, apparently he never struggles for money, right? No, like, that's never. just It's always there. Yep. So I bet you would be the benefactor of a lot of, like, hey, I'm just going to, yeah. I got sick of my 60-inch uh, TV, so yep. here you so have here, it. Here you go. Yeah. But then also you have to take the good with the bad and all that kind of stuff. I could tell you who it wouldn't be. I guarantee it would not be George because he is way too he, neurotic. That would be that would be really hard. That would be way I, I think the go-to answer would be Jerry. Right. Like, he's going to be easy enough. He's He's sort of... Uh, easy going, but right. yet not too uh, irresponsible. I think that'd be probably one of the better answers. Right. I wanted to go with a wild card though, as we were discussing it before. Uh, George's dad. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Choose him as a roommate. Yep. Or or think of like all of the eight hundred characters that is just that are just barely on the show. I like I like George's dad because every Christmas you wouldn't celebrate <laughs> Christmas, you'd celebrate Festivus. Oh yeah. It is now time for the airing of grievances for the rest of us. I have a lot of problems with you people oh man that could be really fun now time for the feats of strength i feel like that could be a whole episode oh, as well my, that's you know funny. what we do have to do so i yeah. am uh and then i got a roll um, whoops yeah i'm watching all of the marvel movies again i think we should do another special episode discussing get damon and tristan and uh, a couple of people that we had last time too and i agree i think that could be a lot of fun so yeah. maybe that'll be coming up that that's that should be the year-end special that might that might be, be a right, thing right yeah so all right so uh hopefully you heard a little bit of our schedule you heard a little bit of what's coming up for living water uh just a reminder this one is only going to be on facebook live we are not going to upload this one to spotify so hopefully you were able to catch it you can always click back on our facebook page this will be saved on there and watch it again mm -hmm. or listen to it again uh but mark your calendars for december 24 uh we probably will have a podcast before that I yeah, assume, we will we'll have one before we'll do that. a christmas special or something yep. and uh other than that if we don't see you before then hope you have a very merry christmas and you as well happy festivus <laughs> <laughs> love your face love your face Click back on our Facebook page. Still this will be saved on there and watch it again going. or listen to it again. Uh, but mark your calendars for December 24. Uh, we probably will have a podcast before that. We will. We'll have We'll do a Christmas special or something. Yeah. And, uh, other than that, if we don't see it before then, hope you have a very Merry Christmas. And you as well.